Hello, so this is Jennifer and I am a happy, 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 happy slave of Jesus Christ. Look at where I am, y'all. I am on the beach. This is where I do my devotion times in the morning and it's such a beautiful, peaceful, serene place to be at. I want to talk today about my prayer testimony. I don't know if anybody else has had this before, but I used to be so afraid to pray in public like it was a thing. It was a thing I was terrified to pray in public. You know how when people close out Bible studies that they say, who wants to pray? And I would be like, please don't let them call me. Please don't let them call me. Please don't let them call me. Because I was so scared to pray. I just felt like I would be judged, that I wouldn't say the right thing, that I would look like I wouldn't know what I was doing. And when I look back on it now, it was so silly, so, so, so silly. But I was just full of fear. So I had this night, I had this night where I was invited to a group of women. And I said, this is great. I felt like I was in the in club at church. This is uh, a long time ago probably about a year and a half after I got saved, I was like, I'm in the in club, in the click at the church, right? It was the pastor and it was two older women from the church. And I wanna say it was three, but these were giants in the church. They were, they were the church. <laughs> and I was just feeling like I'm in, I'm in. So we're talking, we're hanging out, we're discussing it. Of course, I'm the youngest one because all the rest of them are like in their 50s. But you know, we're talking, we're hanging out, we're whatever. And then they said, shall we pray? Okay. They said, let's go ahead and sit down and do a prayer circle. I had never heard y'all of what a prayer circle was in my life. I just, I didn't know what it was. So I thought, this is interesting. We're going to sit down and the pastor's going to pray. It was a woman. Do you know I sat down, listened to her pray, and now, you know, I learned the church culture. Yes, Lord. Yes. Amen, Lord. Yes. Yes. And then she stopped, y'all. And then the next person started praying. And I looked and I was like, um, do they expect me to pray? By the time they got to the next person, oh, I was so fearful. I was so scared, y'all. It wasn't even funny. I was like, I am not going to be able to pray like them. I mean, Jehovah Jireh, Jehovah Nisi, Father God. I mean, you know, old school, when they get to preaching and get up in the spirit. Oh, Father, I was like, I'm not going to be able to do it. And just fear just kept building and building and building. Fear like I've never really felt before. Let me tell you how much fear 
by the time it got to me, y'all, I couldn't do nothing but cry. I was in my late 30s at the time. And I was so racked with fear. I could not even open my mouth. I was like just bawling, bawling. And someone else prayed. I don't even know what they prayed for. I feel like I blacked out, but somebody else prayed. Nobody said anything. <laughs> they just let it go. Thank God. Thank goodness that they just let the thing go. Because I never heard about it again. Never heard about it again. So I realized that this praying thing, this praying thing was a problem, right? So because I realized this prayer thing was a problem, I was like, you know what? I really want to work through it. Thank goodness. Thank goodness there was a woman that was there that her prayers were just simple and I don't want to say simple or basic and down talking but they were just regular prayers dear heavenly father we thank you for allowing us to come here today lord we ask that you bless our families she just spoke regular she talked in a regular tone you know she didn't get all excited and get swept up in it or perform or anything like that you know she didn't get lost in it and I'm not saying anything's wrong with that because I pray today and I be getting up in the spirit and I don't know what be going on. But because she prayed such simple prayers, it's like she was strategically placed to show me like, just pray from your heart. It's okay. I don't care about how eloquent, how well together how impressive your prayer is. I want the honest prayer of your heart. And when I got to thinking like how the Lord must feel to hear his little baby pray, for her to step out on confidence and just not worry about what people think and just pray, it really gave me the motivation to just start praying. So I had a small group at a different church. Um, I just love going to their small groups. I wasn't even attending their church service, but the fact that they had small groups, I thought was beautiful. My church didn't have it. So they had like uh, books that they would go through and they would read. And it was just a group of women and a group of people, depending on what group you wanted to be a part of, men or women, um, our co-ed they allowed us just to be able to talk and share. So I talked to these ladies. I stepped out on faith, y'all, one day, and it took all the courage I had. And I know the Lord graced me to do this. But I just asked, I said, can I really am scared to pray in public? I don't pray in public and I have a fear too. So would you all just work with me and allow me just to say a quick prayer in front of you guys? And they were like excited. They were like, yes, of course. And I said the prayer, y'all. I said like, I don't even know what I said. I don't even remember, but I know I said a prayer. And they were so happy and so excited and so encouraging. They were like, you pray better than me. Oh my gosh. <laughs> what does that even mean? You pray better than me. But they were hyping me up and I was like, okay, all right. So I 
got the motivation to like pray in front of people like the courage to do so and I just continued to put myself out there in the small group at times you know and I would just push myself to pray out in public so then I was getting over my fear of praying now part of an apprenticeship I was doing was going to go serve the homeless and then also just some of what I was doing on my own was to serve the homeless so hey one of the things we did was we prayed for people and I had to get over it y'all I had to get over it why because out of my love for someone I had to ask myself some real questions and I want to ask you this if you are terrified of praying do you believe in the power of prayer do you believe in the efficacy and the effectiveness of prayer do you believe prayer works if you believe prayer works then there are so many people that are in need of prayer and it has nothing to do with the quality of your prayer. It has nothing to do with you. It's out of your love for another person that you pray for them. It's out of your heartfelt desire to want to see someone else be well that we pray. I believe, I believe in this word that says, if two or more come together in agreement and ask anything in the Father's name, that thing should be. I'm doing it. I'm doing it. I'm stepping out on faith. If it brings you out of poverty, if it brings you out of despair, if it brings you out of depression, if it brings you out of fear, if it brings you out of anxiety, if it brings you into fortune, if it brings you into a next season of your life, if it brings you out of hopelessness, then that has nothing to do with my ego, my vanity, trying to spare my reputation, how you think of me. I want to get you healed. I want to get you up and moving. So Lord, if the Lord will use my prayer to do it, let's go. Let's go. So what if I sound stupid? <laughs> so so what if I'm saying stuff that don't make sense? I'm a I'm a look at it like this. God know my heart and he know what to do with my heart. So I said I got to pray for these people. I got to. Now let me tell you something. <laughs> I had to get over this and I still got to get over this, y'all, cuz I'm gonna just tell the truth. I'm gonna tell it like how it is. like when people say pray okay i had i was doing uh i was doing outreach with a person and she was like come on let's go ahead and pray and you know talk to the people so i was like okay great and she's done this before and she was showing me the works because i was learning God bless her heart. Thank you for, you know, taking the time to be able to, you know, bring me along with her so I can learn what it is that she does and that the organization does. But we like walked up to someone and she said, hey, how you doing? Okay. And then she was like, Jennifer, would you like to pray? What is wrong with your lips? <laughs> and I felt like, 
I don't like praying for people unless I'm led to pray. Like my situation was different. I like to talk to people, get to know people. And even though I was overcoming praying in public, I was like, what do I pray for? Now I don't know what to pray for because I don't even know the person's name really. I want to talk to the person, see what they want prayer for, let them lead the prayer session as far as based off of our interaction, what I know of them so I can know what to pray for. Woo! And now looking back on that now, I could see that the Lord was showing me that he's in the prayer, that he will give me what it is that needs to be said in that moment that I don't have to rely so much on my own wit, my own um, intellect, my own reason, what I feel needs to be said, but the Holy Spirit will lead in God. So I believe he was testing that. But at the time, baby, I'm like, what is wrong with your lips? I don't feel like praying because I'm not led to pray. If you led to pray, you pray. I don't even know this person. Let me spend some time with them so I can understand what their issues, their problems are, love on them. And then I know how to pray. But the Holy Spirit was teaching me something different in that moment. You don't have all that time. Prayer is not based on you. It's based on my will, my desire, my, my spirit. But I was praying for individuals. I was praying, 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 praying for individuals. And I just built up this muscle to be able to pray. And even when the outreach group would get together, I just started praying. I just started praying for the the group. I even stopped at times. And after we were ministering to someone would say, hey, I felt led to pray for this individual. You guys want to stop and pray? And they did. So the beautiful part about it, as I was building up my my prayer muscle, there was a young lady that I had met on my job. And she said she was scared to pray. She was so terrified to pray that she wouldn't. So the Lord used me so mightily on my way out of one of my jobs. It was so beautiful. So beautiful. But he definitely used me in her life because when she told me she was scared to pray, I, I knew what it felt like. I knew what it felt like. So there was another man that was going through it. He was going through it. So it just so happened that the three of us ended up together in the same room. And I believe that we were just happened to sit at the same desk because... I probably went and was talking to an individual and she just walked by and then we all three was just talking. So then I was like, do you want prayer? And he was like, yes. So then we went inside of a closed office space and he started talking to her and he was like, I would love prayer. And he looked at her. So she had to pray and it was so beautiful because I got to talk to her about it and be like, see, it's out of your love for him because you care about him, because you see him hurting, because you see him desperate. See, it's not just the prayer, even though, oh, what God does with your prayer, 
do you know that releases the Lord's hand? It's your faith that you're placing in the Lord. It's you casting your cares over to the Lord and you saying, Lord, I know you can do this for me. I have faith that you can do this for me. I'm giving this over for you to do it for me. What is it showing people? It's showing that you can't do it on your own and you're inviting the Lord into it to help you with the situation that you are trusting the Lord with taking care of that thing for you. Do you understand what the Lord can do with faith like that? Do you understand it's a surrender of sorts? It's like when you try to open up a pickle jar and you can't do it and you just finally find the man, closest man around. <laughs> can you, oh, I, 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 I can't do it. <laughs> I, I need some help. Do you know what the Lord does with that type of vulnerability, that type of humility, that type of surrender, that type of trust, that faith? My goodness. But it's not just that. When that individual feels connected to you in that moment, when they know, for a matter of fact, that for a moment, someone listened to them, someone heard them, Somebody saw them and somebody is going to bring their case before God. That in that moment, they're not alone in their struggle, that they're not alone in their fight. Even if it's for a moment, do you know what God will do with that moment in that person's life? Do you know that you praying for them could be the answer to their prayers? I wish I just had somebody who cared about me. I'm going to show you. I'm going to bring somebody who's going to pray for you and with you. But just to even have somebody, I've had somebody pray for me before. And tell me if this is your story where you've had somebody pray for you before and they spoke right into the situation that you were going through without even knowing. And it could have been a general prayer, but that general prayer, you know, spoke to you what seemed like a general prayer, right? That's the somebody that's like, Lord, they've been through so much. They don't know how, people don't know how much this person's been through, but they're coming to you with their whole heart and you just start pouring and weeping. Just to know that somebody in this moment, oh, is sharing in your burden with you. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. But the fact that he sent me her and set that situation up so that I can then show her was just absolutely amazing. You know, uh, probably about a year later, I was at a different church and a guy got up to speak. And it's not a guy that normally speaks. He just kind of wanted to get up and testify. And I was like, okay, you know how when new people get up, you like want to hear what they got to say, what they, what they talking about, what they got. <laughs> so I was listening to him and he said, I want to thank Jennifer. Now, at the previous church that I was at, he had just happened to ask me and another person to pray for someone. And there was a guy that came to pray with me. Y'all, he was so aggressive. <laughs> Do you want to be? So I just waited for him to finish. God bless his heart. 
<laughs> I just waited for him to finish. That's how he moves. That's how his language is. That's how he talks. Okay. But when he was done, he had walked away and I was just talking to him. I was just talking to the guy that they wanted me to pray for. And I, I prayed for him. He wanted to commit suicide. That was one of his issues. He was just giving up on life. And I just was talking to him and then I just prayed for him. But then a year later, this, the man that brought us to him says, I want to thank Jennifer because that man was going to give his life up. And he says, thanks to your prayers, because of your prayers, not only is he still alive, but he is a minister of the gospel. And he was talking about what this man, what this older man went on to do in ministry as a result of my prayer. And I needed this testimony at the time, y'all. I needed it. I really, really needed it. There was some stuff going on and I just, I, I needed it. And he told me that and it made me see why the devil wanted me so fearful and so scared of praying. Because the power of your prayer and what it'll do. He wanted to prevent that from happening. He wanted me to prevent all of those souls that I touched and reached. I mean, the Lord led individuals to me. And I know he did when I was doing that outreach, y'all, to pray. And they would just weep and cry and cry. And it was so beautiful. And they would open up. That's what the devil wanted to stop people getting free he wanted to stop that young girl being able to receive the encouragement to go and pray for other people that's what he wanted to stop he wanted to stop having that small group be able to see somebody face their fears and go for it because who knows how that impacted them to be like you know what yeah I need to start facing some things. That's why the devil had me so locked up in fear I couldn't pray. That wasn't something coming from Jennifer. That thing had me arrested in place. I was paralyzed. I was frozen. I know I wasn't praying that night. <laughs> I know that. Oh, but y'all, I'll tell you what. I just had a moment recently. Now, this is something that's developed over years. If somebody asked me to pray today, I feel like I would be solid with it. I think. <laughs> I like to think. But when the Lord had me speak at church for the last time, and it was probably one of the first times, one of the few times, and he told me to give my testimony. And he told me to give that message. Oh, y'all should have heard me. It was only God. It was only God. It was only God. Why? Y'all, I got to get up. You know, when it get good, you got to get up. I got to spread out. I got to give the Holy Spirit room. Y'all, I got up there and I said that I want to get up and I want to show the 
devil what he couldn't stop. I want to show the devil he couldn't shut my mouth. He couldn't shut me down. He couldn't keep me out of purpose. He couldn't keep me locked up into fear. Why? Because I've been in the secret place with the Lord. I'm going in, y'all. I've been in the secret place with the Lord. The psalmist saw, the psalmist said in, in the Bible, he says, ooh, ooh, in the secret place, God made me. Let me show you what God made in the secret place. Let me show the devil what God made. I used to be scared to pray, but let me show the devil. You ain't got nothing on my God. You ain't got nothing on my Jesus. And I'm walking in purpose with my Jesus. Let me pray. Dear Heavenly Father, I pray for marriages. I pray for children. I pray for families to come back together. I pray that people stand up for what is theirs and they catch the devil in movement. What do I pray? That they take back they stuff. That they start demanding they stuff back. I pray, y'all. Y'all. Mm. That's how that went. That's how it went. I, I, whew. I left that church that day and I said, I got free. I got free. I want to tell that story today for somebody out there who is scared to pray publicly. You're praying all the time in private, right? You talk to the Lord. You'll go in your car and you'll probably pray before you walk into the church. But if they have you pray in the church, you might be fearful and say, no, you know, or just say a quick prayer and run. I rebuke that spirit of fear right now in the name of Jesus. Don't you let this devil shut up your mouth so you can't pray for yourself so you can't pray for individuals so you can't speak to your heavenly father in the presence of others and release what's in your heart i want you today to make a stand and say i am never going to allow the devil to shut my mouth due to fear it's not gonna happen i'm gonna do it scared. I'm going to do it afraid. I'm going to do it not knowing. But why I'm going to do it is because I love these individuals. I love these individuals standing in front of me. And I love my God. And I know what God will do with that love. I know if I release this request and these individuals come into agreement with it in the presence of my Father, that thing is a luck. You got to stand in your authority that you have in Jesus Christ that if you ask anything in his name that thing will be you gotta pray like you believe in this word like you got faith in this word do you know your prayer can move mountains that you can say that thing is and it is in Jesus name in Jesus name do you know do you know that the God we serve holds on to your every prayer Oh, yeah. The Lord reminds me from time to time. He says, yes, I have all your prayers in my hands. I remember that one. 
He'll remind me of my prayers. And when the time is right, we're going to deal with it. Your prayers just don't go up and get lost. And God just watched some of them fall back down to the ground and be like, ah, I'm not getting that one. Oop. Nope. Mm, nah, I'm like, maybe I'll catch that one. No, God receives all, all of your prayers. And he's not just catching the ones. Where people are saying long and lofty prayers where they repeat themselves and try to use big words and try to do it for show and where everybody needs to. Because I honestly still got to work on that. I still got to work on performance prayers. Why do I got to work on performance prayers? Because I feel like I've gotten to a point where I can pray and I don't want to let people down. So it's something that God still has to work in and through me. Why? Because we have not yet arrived. So I need to pray before I pray and ask God to just keep me in a place of humility, in a place of love, in a place of servitude, where I serve people with my prayers. But most importantly, it's out of my my heartfelt communication with the Lord for the public that I stand in front of. So it's not that I've arrived and I don't want to ever feel like I've arrived and I don't want anybody else to ever think that is the goal is to get to one place where you arrive. So if the Lord's still working with you on this. It's just where he has you right now and this season. And our God is so good that he knows where you're at. He knows from dust we come and dust we will return. So he's got you. He's going to work with you and he's going to get you to where he needs you. Just like he did with me. He worked that thing out. Was it a day? Was it a week? Was it a month? No, it was in time. It was in time. We have a graceful God, a loving God, a merciful God, that if he sees time is what we need, he'll give it to us. But if he sees, hey, we need that love and push like a father would, hey, cha -cha 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 -cha. I, I know you scared, baby. I know, I know you don't like this. It's uncomfortable, but it's, it's time. So if it's a situation like that, he will, ah, come on, do that love and push for you, right? But there's always grace and mercy. So I'm here and I'm done. Deuces. Bye.